Relatable with Ilsa and Kyra. Your ladies are back. I'm Ilsa. And I'm Kyra. <laughs> and we're so excited for the episode this week. We're going to be diving into quite a few different topics. Spice Girls 2, um, mm-hmm. some interesting Batman Superman news, um, some more Invincible news, um, as well as we'll be recapping The Bad Batch. And we'll be watching a brand new trailer on netflix for jupiter's legacy which comes out today the day that we're recording may 7th so how was your week kyra (laughs) um i had a really busy week i mean we were busy this week i think relatable kind of took off when we made the blue milk drink from tatooine on may the 4th yeah holiday this week was a good time um what else cinco de mayo pubs game the next day Drank too much per usual. I'm sure if you guys follow the Instagram, you saw some reels that we made at the bar. We were so, so drunk. <laughs> we were very drunk. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sorry about it. But yeah, yeah, we celebrated Revenge of the Fifth. So my week was mostly drunk and hungover. And now I'm back. That's good. You? Now you're back <laughs> drinking kombucha and being healthy. Yeah, kombucha. Um, yeah, we did have an awesome week because it was we had two days. Like nerds had two days. We had May the 4th and Revenge of the 5th. Mm-hmm. So, and we even got a nice little fan video, which we put up <laughs> on relatable oh, Instagram. Shout out Bulk White 420. One of the, one of our biggest fans. Thanks for the love, you fucking juggalo. <laughs> He's such a fucking juggalo. I think he represent. Him. He's going to be so mad, but <laughs> someone's got to know he reps it. We got to tell the world because... He's the official jug. I don't know if you guys know, but Quinn um, was in the founding family of the creator of the Juggalos. So uh, he's an OG Juggalo, if you will. I mean, it's just. And he's a Viking. He's a Viking. There's so many things. There's so many things. <laughs> Very special man. Very <laughs> special. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we were together this week. So you know exactly what happened my week. We got drunk. <laughs> we made Tatooine blue milk and then. We had we went to the baseball game here at Wrigley, mm-hmm. um, and then but I guess listeners don't know is I quit my job on Sunday. Woo! <laughs> if you've been following along, you know this shit was a long time coming, and it finally happened. <laughs> Fucking hate parlor. <laughs> we can both say it now. We're done we now. I don't know how much tea I should spill. I wish I could spill all the tea, but I don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They probably will try to sue us because it's just going rapidly downhill for that company. So uh can't say that I'm set upset or mad about it because karma is a bitch. And I promise you, karma has the last laugh and it did with parlor. It still is. Um, yeah, we should probably just stop. <laughs> I just am so happy. It's like so funny that I like quit my job and then I was kind of scared. I was like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like I don't have a job. And then I literally got hired at two different places this week. <laughs> so you got options. I got options, honey. I got options. I got another interview coming up too. So I'm like, damn, I don't know what to choose. It's like I have too many. Too much money. Too much money. <laughs> too many people want me. <laughs> too many places to be. I know. I didn't also didn't realize how popular I am because when I told everyone I quit my job, everyone's like been hitting me up like, oh my God, you're not busy. What are you doing? 
Like, wait, she can have a life now? Oh, cool. Let's go drink. I know. And they know that I'll fucking drink with them. That's the problem. I need to, like, lock myself away in, like, a room for, like, God, this is, like, COVID lockdown vibes. But I need to, like, lock my way myself in, like, a room for, like, three weeks and, like, not come out of it. Just, yeah. I mean, literally, I'm ready to just say I have COVID just so I can, like, put myself in a two-week fucking detox. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh, like shit but i do get my second shot this upcoming week on thursday so nice cheers to that we're gonna be ready for our trip to go see our friends at case on the couch on the couch we we had something to say to miguel this week didn't we oh yeah fuck you miguel (laughs) miguel thank you so much for the useless information lies about zoom (laughs) wait so we, we were like, how do we make the the volume better on Zoom or the audio better? And he told us one thing that we figured out right away. Like, that was fine. We, we found it. But then the second piece of information he gave us does not exist. Complete lie. Not funny. It's a complete <laughs> lie. He made it up. We were frazzled over this because we couldn't figure it out. We probably but, uh, spent like 30 minutes just searching for a solution for that. Mm-hmm. And to no avail. So no shout problem. out Miguel Case in the Couch for uh, the lie. Thank you. Thank you for the <laughs> other information, though. That was valuable. <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. So before we get into hype or not hype, do we want to do a moment of silence for your good friend, Khloe Kardashian? Guys, it has happened again. Can't say that I didn't see this coming, but although... I feel like they were on, you know, a good note. Chloe and Tristan, Tristan Thompson, you guys, he has cheated on Chloe yet again. This time it might be one of the nastier scandals. I mean, nothing will surpass her sister's best friend making out with him at a party, but this is pretty bad. Um, I don't really want to talk about all the details because it's stupid, but yeah, moment of silence for Auntie Coco really going through it again. Just, just leave this man already, Chloe. You can do so much better. We believe in you. True deserves better. Just, just move on, honey. Just move on. He's got her like around his finger. I don't understand it. There must be something like, I mean, (laughs) there probably is. I mean, I get it. She wants to have, she loves him probably. And they have a daughter together, but after that devastation, (laughs) what happened three times that she knows about devastation, three times you're publicly humiliated and devastated. Like, when are you going to let it go Dude, literally and i have to add the girl that um he was supposedly messaging and cheated on her with like she chloe messaged her from her instagram and the girl like screenshotted it and like showed it and it's just like progressively getting messier it's like ooh. i want to know what was in that message like what was I- said what do you have to say to this girl Like, it's embarrassing to even, like, acknowledge it, but you have to. But I wouldn't acknowledge it by messaging her. But, yeah, in the message, like, the screenshot, she's like, hey, it's Chloe from Chloe Kardashian's Instagram. Hey, it's Chloe. I mean, what? It was probably Chris, though. Like, let's be honest. It was Chris. Chris was messaging her for Chloe, for sure. Maybe. um, Yeah. Just just had to bring that up. Because, you know, we haven't really been talking about the Kardashians that much. So just had to uh, throw it in there real quick. 
I wonder if they had this girl that she messaged on Instagram sign like an NDA or something. Oof. That's probably why she wasn't allowed to like release the messages between them because I would have loved to see those messages or she's waiting for like the most money from like people magazine or E like who's going to give them the most money to see messages. Outlets like that would pay millions for that shit. That girl is cleaning up just because she like made out with Tristan Thompson. Sign me up. (laughs) literally like how do i get a deal like that she's uh, she's probably gonna have a show or some snapchat thing soon so i don't know if they're giving me a million fucking dollars wow. i'm out <laughs> i only need a million dollars to like live on an island literally i'll just if i get a million just like bye you'll never see me again you could go to like thailand and live there for like the rest of your life because it's so fucking cheap and be a fucking rich bitch yeah literally Okay, literally, my new goal in life is to make out Tristan <laughs> Thompson. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then get Chloe to message me and then sell my messages for $20 million to People Magazine. Good escape route. I mean, it's probably pretty, I hate to say it, it's probably pretty fucking easy to do. This guy doesn't really give a fuck about anybody but himself. So it's probably really easy to make out with them. I wonder how many people have. That haven't even that come hasn't even public. been caught. Like that's that's even a scary thought that I hope she doesn't think about because it would probably drive me fucking insane. But anyways, <laughs> hype or not hype? Are we getting right into it? Yeah, let's get right into it. All right. Uh, so there's some rumors this week, you guys, uh, that Spice World Two is happening. Um, In insane i mean i'm i'm loving all the comebacks from everything i was waiting on this one i really was i was almost losing faith in it but i had no idea that they were even thinking about doing that because the 1997 film legitimately changed my life it was the best thing that's ever happened to me i saw it in theaters i played (laughs) it um for my birthday party when i was like a kid like at a home like i had all my friends over for my birthday and then we like acted out the entire movie like as it was playing and it was so much fun and obviously like I got to be posh because it was my birthday because everybody (laughs) wants to be posh (laughs) hell yeah posh is the coolest for sure and she's still the coolest like to this day but um she was actually the person that like shut down the idea on her Instagram after these rumors spread this week she's like well I don't know about it or some something like that but um but they didn't even invite her on the reunion tour last time. Is that like confirmed they didn't invite her or she just didn't want to part in it? No, that was confirmed that they just did the, they, they decided the four women decided to do a reunion tour and not include her because they assumed that she would be too busy. So they seconded it. They were like, yeah, we didn't ask Posh, like not like to be mean, but just because we thought like she's running a fucking empire. She doesn't have time to go on tour with us. I mean, she is, but that's so shady. It's literally because the four of them. At least ask. Yeah. Like, it's because, like, she's just too much for the group. She is such a powerful person. Like, it's just, there's just no, they're just jealous is what it is. But, um, yeah, I love Posh, too. Posh wasn't my favorite, though. I always was, like, about, I loved Baby Spice. Oh, yeah. I really liked Baby, too. It was just fun. Um, but other than that, I, uh, it was, I love Spice Girls, though. But yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen. That'll be cool. If it doesn't, I guess life goes on. We've lived without it this long. But it would be cool to see it, for sure. 
Um, yeah, I agree. And I don't, I feel like it, they can't do the movie without Posh Spice. There's no way. But there's they'll definitely no make it. For sure. People will still go see it. I wonder like what story they'll come up with why Posh isn't in it, like in the movie. <laughs> like what happened to her? <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to address that in the storyline, but hopefully she agrees to do it. I don't know why she wouldn't agree to do it. She should just like be in one scene where she's like running her fucking empire and it's like a couple minutes. Yeah, and she could do like, that. Like a tidbit. Like they could just use one of her commercials for her like fucking clothing line. <laughs> just like put it in the movie and be like, that's what Posh is doing now, you guys. Yeah, maybe she would agree to do like a quick like cameo. They should just have like her and her whole family on it. Yeah. Like, they, like the Beckhams, her family is like literally the most perfect genetically made family I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, I just don't understand. They should just I, all be in it. Okay, I literally solved it. What? Okay, so they'll make the entire movie without Posh Spice. And then at the end, like you'll see someone like their whole family watching it on the couch. And then Posh just like says something like super sassy, like, oh, TFTI. Right. Those bitches didn't even invite me. Throws popcorn, walks away, chugs wine. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. We that's just so, wait, that's it. Higher they up. Now they're fucked. They have to do that. That's the best idea. Exactly. Um, but otherwise, she would probably want to be like the main part of it because she is the biggest star. I don't really think mm. she's like that. I think she's actually like, I don't know. She's just so funny. That I like believe in her. <laughs> like, I believe she's a good person and um, like not too good for this shit. I just I've never just looked at a person and a family cohesively. Like they are just goals. Like that's their families are so perfect. I don't know. I like just they're just great. I love David Beckham. I've had a crush on him my whole life. Like he's just they both age backwards. They literally have some Benjamin Button shit, but they never looked old and crusty to begin with. They just keep getting hotter and hotter he's so cool every time they post like a holiday picture i like post it on my instagram as if it was me i'm always like it's me and my family it's me and my husband here's me and my daughter photoshopping her face and her body just pretending and then put poe and nitro and like two of the kids faces (laughs) yeah i just want everyone to think that i'm secretly victoria Okay, we talked about this way too long, but Spice Rule 2, very hype, I think. Hype, for sure. So next topic for Hype or Not Hype. <laughs> Tom Welling, Superman from Smallville. Um, he released a statement because I guess he's friends with Robert Pattinson. So he released a message saying that he would love to be a part of the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. That's not saying he's going to be in it. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. probably won't put him in it. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be cool. I I watched like one season of Smallville. I liked it. I thought he was like the hottest person ever when I was younger. I thought he was so cool. But I wasn't like really ever into Superman. I think that's just what it was for me, why I didn't care much. But yeah, I didn't know he was friends with Robert Pattinson. That's really cool. I wish I was friends with him. Um, But yeah, that'd be sick. I mean, but then it's like they're going to have to do a whole Batman Superman thing which I think everybody's kind of sick of, not sick of after Justice League, but just like it's so overdone already. Yeah, and they already have a Superman. Yeah, oh yeah. And he's they- really hot. Mm-hmm. And I, I also don't like Superman, but I liked that Superman movie with, what is it, Henry Cavill? Yeah, Henry Cavill, yeah. 
It was good. It was good. It was I, d- I really did enjoy that movie. I thought it was actually really good. Out of all of the latest DC movies that have come out, that one was the best for me. Other Fair. than like Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, but that shit was four hours long. So obviously like that wasn't even the real movie. I don't know if we should count it or not, but whatever. <laughs> but Wonder Woman 1984 sucked. Batman vs. Superman that was okay, actually. There were some okay. good parts of that. I really did like Lex Luthor. That was my favorite part. It's just like the DC villains are so much better than the heroes. Like, yes, that's what when the villain is like the second is the other like main character. That's when the movies do the best, I think. Totally. I absolutely agree. DC, no one does villains quite like DC. They're definitely my favorite for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I you know what I that Superman movie I just didn't like Amy Adams as Lois Lane. I'm just not a big fan of her. I wasn't sold on that, but um, yeah, it kind of didn't make sense that he fell in love with like her. Yeah, it just they didn't have any kind of <laughs> like <laughs> very uh, <laughs> arrested development. Her, her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was watching that like a couple days ago. Fuck. Um, so I think it's like, I'm not hype about it, but I'm not not hype. It's like, whatever. Tom yeah. Willing just wants to get back into it. He sees how good superheroes are doing. And he's like, wow, I was at this. At the, I was in this at the wrong fucking time. But um, all right. So indifferent on that one. Yeah, not hype. <laughs> Tom Willing, he's not going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, this is what it is, Tom. Sorry. Sorry. And then our third topic is that Invincible is getting two more seasons. Yes! Ah! This show. You guys cannot sleep on this show. If you guys are not watching Invincible, do it fucking now. If you need some login information, DM us. <laughs> Literally, I will give it to you. Yeah, you need to be so. watching this on Amazon Video. It's literally the best show I've ever seen in my life well one of them it's definitely top 10 for me top 10 I, I, I you had been talking about it like a couple weeks and I finally I watched it after we recorded last week's episode and fucking I didn't do anything for two days I just watched the show and binge it oh my god it is so good I didn't think I had any more brain capacity to like any more superhero themed shows it's amazing. I just, oh, it's just so good. It's so good. The voices, the people in it, it's like insane. Like, it's just, there's so many people in it that you don't realize. Like, Mark Hamill's in it. Fucking, um, the main, I forget the main guy's name, but I love him. Steven Yoon. Yeah. Or um, Yun. I don't know how to pronounce it. Steven Yoon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the guy that's Mark. I'm talking about the guy who's Omni Man. Let me look it up real quick. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. He's great. Omni Man, though, is a fucking super villain. Holy shit, that guy is terrifying. He just, oh my God, I just, obviously you get a bad vibe. I don't know. I always got a bad vibe about the whole show. It's hard not to after the way he talks to fucking Mark and his mother. But man, just like, oh, I just can't believe the mom fell in love with him because she just seems like a good person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess he's a smart, capable woman. Right. Who like just loves hard, protects her fucking kid, like just is a good human and nobody fucks with her because she's, you know, just you can't. She's too smart. But they do talk about how they were on their first date and she was like, no, I'm never seeing you again. Fuck out of here. And then he saved like a group of 
like children or something in front of her. And then she was like, okay, I'll see him again. Like he's an alien from another planet. Like, uh, let me give him some leeway. Like he's not, he doesn't know social norms yet. And then obviously, you know, there's a lot of things that she looked over because he was the most powerful man on earth, perhaps the universe. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, you, I'm who I'm not going to fucking lie. If he approached me and was like, let's go, you know, and he was trying to get at me, I'd absolutely a thousand percent be down. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Cause he's um, a superhero. Right. And it's so cool. It's like, make me one or something. I don't know, but I guess they did. They had Mark and Mark is one as well, which obviously I feel like he has to be like everybody's favorite character. He's just such, he has such a good soul, such a good heart. He totally reminds me of Peter Parker. I just love like the end, that fight scene where the dad is literally, it was so hard to watch that last episode finale where the dad is just like beating the shit out of him. Like, oh my God, this show yeah. also, by the way, guys, is so graphic. It is not for the faint of heart. Like this shit, you, it seems very friendly when you look at the pictures before watching it, but they will just literally like Omni-Man will grab somebody with his hand and just explode them. Like it's insane. Blood everywhere. It's super gory. What I also really enjoy about this show is that they really go into the backgrounds of other characters. So members of the new Guardians of the Globe, um, you really find out like Adam Eve, like she gets treated on and Mm -hmm. she like, has these problems with her parents and her father's like a complete douchebag. Mm-hmm. And, but the girl that um, Invincible is interested in Amber Bennett is like a super good person who volunteers at soup kitchens. And she's like ah. really smart and cool and like alternative and interesting. And I like that, you know, she's not fucking Amy Adams. Okay. She's mm-hmm. someone I can believe someone could be like obsessed with. <laughs> Literally could not have said it better. Um, and what's the guy? Oh, the fucking robot. That shit is insane. Oh His whole storyline, like, literally skip through this part because spoilers. Yeah. Um, his storyline is probably the most interesting and fucked up. He was a f- he so robot, you think is just a robot. Yeah. Um, yeah. but he's actually being controlled by like a guy who has like a medical disorder which makes him, he never like grew, but he, uh, his brain grows and he's like super smart. And so he basically like breaks these criminals out of a prison. And you're like, why did he do that? Like, what's wrong with the robot? Is it malfunctioning? Cause right now you don't know that he's actually like a human inside. Yeah. Um, and then like you find out that he really does want order because he sends the two twins clone guys back to um, prison when he's like done. Mm -hmm. Does he send them back to prison? I don't remember. They get back to prison. Yeah. Yeah. There's a part where it seems like they're not, but they end up there. Yeah. At the end. Okay. Yeah. Cause they escape like originally and then they get back. Mm -hmm. They were actually pretty cool. I like them too. Like I like these characters. They're funny. They were horrible people, but they were like really, they were so funny. Like them trying to figure out like the machine when robot was like changing back into that, like, um, teenager body or whatever yeah that shit is insane it is insane and the poor monster girl that loses her life like years on her life every time she turns into a fucking monster that's crazy like she needs to stop why is she doing that i love invincible and yeah we said it's um renewed for two more seasons so fuck i'm just like ah it's gonna be so long until we get a season two 
but oh my god it's such a good show that was probably one of my that's going to be one of my favorite like random surprise shows of 2021 i think that just is probably going to end up being my favorite because it's just hard not to love it it's hard and i love the main character like i love what's his name mark grayson he's so cute he has like his best friend is gay like so cool and andrew reynolds is so good i think he's so funny he's like one of like my favorite actor is he was in like girls and he was in prom and I think he's so funny. And I love that he like voices. Um, oh like, my God. Andrew Reynolds. Yeah. He is yes. so funny and so talented. He's like a Broadway star. Uh, I just love him. He's also, um, he plays uh, the gay kid in um, what am I thinking of? Big he's mouth. In, oh my God. I love him in girls so much. He's <laughs> in my favorite episode of, well, second favorite. So my first episode favorite is obviously Panic in Central Park. But then my second favorite episode is oh. when they, when he joins Hannah in, where is she in Idaho or Iowa or something for, oh, she went to grad cool. school. Yeah. And then they go out and like have like a crazy undergrad party night. That is my like, Favorite, second favorite episode because at the end she's like I don't want to be in grad school I want to be in undergrad school again and it was so fucking relatable because I was like I miss college I miss college I miss college should I go to grad school it's like no honey you don't want to go to grad school you want to be an undergrad again because it's the most fun of your life yeah oh my god I feel like a lot of people do that like there's no shame in going to grad school and getting your master's but it's definitely not going to be the same vibe at all um, wait, I have to ask you because Panic in Central Park, you said that's your favorite. Yeah. Girls episode. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Heroin Charlie. Oh my God, with Mark. Oh, that is one of the best episodes of television of all time. I don't care what anybody says. I just have that image of them on the train sitting and she's like, sleep. Oh my God, I love that. So good. So obviously, like, we're very hyped for Invincible. <laughs> You're going to be hyped. Well. <laughs> do you want to watch the Jupiter's Legacy trailer? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Okay, guys. So we just watched the trailer for Jupiter's Legacy. Are you <laughs> excited to see this? I don't know. I haven't read the comic book, so I'm a little confused. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know this existed until I, I, I saw I saw ads popping up like on Instagram probably like a couple weeks ago about it. I just, obviously you can tell right away from the images, it's like a superhero show. Mm-hmm. But um, my first thoughts on seeing the pictures were like, oh, I wonder what that's about, but I wasn't in a rush. Um, I feel like we just have such an amount of superhero things right now. It's just like, there's just too much. There's just too much competition. It's kind of overkill of it. And it's like, they keep getting better and better and better. Like we were just talking yeah. about, you have an Amazon Prime TV show to me that's on par with some movies I've seen about superheroes. Like, Literally, the competition's steep. So I don't know. I mean, may- I'm going to give it a chance, but um, well, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I haven't read the comic, but I've definitely read a bunch of stuff by Mark Miller. And if you guys are right. comic book fans, you already know who that is because he made Kick-Ass, Wanted, The Kingsman. He made like all these. He's written for years and years and years for comic books, DC yeah. and Marvel, and yeah. then went off on his own to do his own stuff as well. Um, And Kick-Ass is one of my favorite comic books ever. I also think that the movie was done really well. Mm -hmm. And it closely followed the comic book, which I really liked. It changed like 
it changed like a little bit, which I'm sure people might fight me on because the kind of the original message of the first comic book series was might have been lost on people because of the way the first movie ended but they really do wrap it up and tell you what the message of the comic book series was in the second movie for me kick-ass is really good yeah Um, all the way around comic and movie so i like that mark miller is like behind jupiter's legacy um but for me it's just like reading like different reviews and like backgrounds about background about it um, I guess this is kind of like a millennial like versus boomer type shit or Gen Z versus boomer something. <laughs> because like uh so the whole thing is about um the utopian and uh he, he has like kids with later liberty and um there's other kids that he's trying to make into like a superhero team and like kind of whip them into shape, but there's a code that he lives by because he became a superhero in 1929 and the mm-hmm. show shifts between that time and the present day. Okay. Um, and uh, it seems like he is kind of like kind of outdated with his ideals. Like shit's not the same anymore, bro. And the uh, millennial Gen Z or whatever the fuck these guys, these heroes are, are kind of like would rather use like deadly attacks because the crimes of the day have also changed. So back in the 1920s, 30s, there was like bank robbers. Now it's like little, literally genocidal maniacs. So you have to change your tactics a little bit. Like this is just a guy who wants a bunch of money. You're not going to murder him. But this is a guy who's murdering thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands or millions of people. You probably want to end his life. (laughs) Right. I think that's a safe, safe bet to do. Yeah. Um, I feel like from watching the trailer just now that it's fresh in my mind, I got like a lot of it almost feels like a collaboration of multiple shows and movies I've seen before. (laughs) And they're just like taking this from that and this from that and this from that. Like I told you. I think the dad is played by Josh Duhamel. He looks like he has Omni-Man suit on from Invincible. And then he has this horrible, I mean, there was a couple bad wigs. I'm not going to lie. The wigs were distracting me <laughs> in this preview because they're, his wig looks like literally like a Party City one that you buy for $19.99 the night before you're going to be like Khaleesi for Halloween. But they cut it like some real bad quality. Yeah. What is Netflix's budget for this? Because they... <laughs> Well, first of all, Josh Duhamel is the main character. I don't think he's been in anything that's high budget for <laughs> some time. I get him confused with like another actor. I just, um, I just, oh yeah, he's the, he looks like the guy from um, that show, The Santa Clarita Diet. That's who I thought it was. The Mandalorian. I like him way better. He's way more, he has way more to offer. Is that? Um, uh, fuck, let's look it up. But they look so much alike. That's who I thought it was at first, too. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, because the Santa Clarita diet guy, I really like him. He's so funny. And he's in um, Timothy Oliphant. That's who it is. Yeah, okay. So I always get those two guys confused. By the way, he was so good in Mandalorian. He was in like one episode and he was so funny. And he was just like, he was like one of my favorite characters from the whole um, season. Yeah, he did really well. So good. Um, and then, yeah, and I got like Umbrella Academy vibes too because there's just so many like random different people from all walks of life, it seems, that are coming together to like do this, um, which again is kind of like Umbrella Academy. They're all just like randoms in this, you know, place. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try it. I'm going to watch it and see what happens. I'm going to try to ignore the bad wigs, but um, fuck it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I believe that it reminded me of The Watchmen a lot because right. The Watchmen is about this old school superhero team mm-hmm. and this like new superhero team like forming okay. um, from the old one. So it's like the old Watchmen and the new Watchmen. And there's a couple people from the old Watchmen, like on the new Watchmen team. Very mm-hmm. confusing if you don't if you don't read it or watch it or anything. But of uh, gave me a lot of vibes like that because they're like combining like there's this old team that they're kind of looking up to, and they form their team based on this old team. So that's why. It, reminded me of Watchmen. But Watchmen is way more complex and political, probably, I'm assuming. Right. No, yeah, for sure. Based on the reviews that I've read, I think that I I hope we're not disappointed. I'm definitely going to give it a watch because I can't really say anything right now because I haven't seen it. Just the trailer, which the trailer, it didn't look half bad to me other than the wigs. Yeah. um, Plus, just like going off of um, Mark Miller's um resume here i mean he's written so much shit he's been in you know his works have inspired so many good movies that i love it's like of course i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt the show is in good company so uh we'll see what happens yeah exactly if this guy wrote kick-ass like there's there's hope something's right (laughs) something he's doing something right Um, I will say this, though, following up, just finishing Invincible and going to the superhero show, it's really going to be hard <laughs> to like. Oh, yeah. To watch there. anything after Invincible. Is uh, hard. <laughs> but um, all right, guys. So next up, we are finally going to dive into the long awaited Star Wars show that premiered on Tuesday, The Bad Batch. Um, we're going to recap both episodes. We got two episodes this week. How fucking blessed are we so blessed. Um, so blessed this show is just oh and if you turn tuned into our live we actually talked about the first episode but um anyway so this first episode uh it's called aftermath so it's literally literally picking up right when um at the order 66 is going down you kind of see everything happen like live in the setting right away it's just a lot. It's very emotional going off of the season finale from Clone Wars. You're already like crying and in tears. Yeah, and I already I was like bawling within yeah. the first five minutes. Just I, I wanted I want to rewatch it. I've watched both episodes twice now. I want to start from the finale of Clone Wars and then go into this episode because I just finale of Clone Wars is still so fucking sad and epic in my mind. But um, one thing I want to point out in this episode, I thought it was so cool that we get to meet Caleb Doom who is the Padawan that we see at the beginning. Um, and later on, if you guys watch Star Wars Rebels, he's actually Canon uh, Jarrus, who is a resistance fighter in Rebels, which Rebels takes uh, place 10 years after the Bad Batch. And the reason his name is different now, the reason he's Caleb Doom now is because obviously he was forced into hiding as a Jedi when 66 happened. You know, they wanted to kill all the Jedi, had to change his name. He was hiding that, you know, he was one with the force. And then he eventually meets Ezra, who's a huge character in Rebels, who's going to be in some of these upcoming Star Wars shows, rumored. And um, Ezra actually becomes his apprentice. So I think it's cool to see, you know, just tying in all these like little characters that um, 
just their backstory. I yeah. Just, oh, I love it. Um, what were your thoughts on the first episode? Um, I really loved the first episode. I thought it, the beginning few minutes were so intense. I kind of yeah. figured that their chip wasn't going to go off. Um, it was kind of crazy to me that crosshairs did. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't completely, it wasn't like completely like he's like, we follow orders, we follow orders, but then they end up sending him through that like tube and kind of like fixing his chip to make it like, right. So he's completely like 100% on the side of the regs as the bad batch calls them. The regular clones. I love their lingo so much. I don't know. It was just so good. I cried. Omega is so cute. She is adorable. I know. I love her. And it's so cute that they find out that she's like another clone. Because they're like, no, Echo's like a reg. Like they said that there was five clones to or five heightened sensed ones. So like Echo is like, he's not, he's a reg, but he's more machine than man. Right. Which was a shout out to um, Darth Vader, which is what they say about Anakin. It's like he's more machine than man now. And then Tech called out Echo and said that, but obviously not in the same way. Right. (laughs) That was said about Anakin. (laughs) I I really like Echo. Tech is so cool. I love all of the characters so much. Like Hunter. I love that Hunter like loves Omega like already or Omega. She pronounces her name Omega. Omega. I'm calling her Omega now too. (laughs) Everyone calls her Omega, but I feel like we should call her what she calls herself, which is Omega. Literally. It's I know she's like Australian or something and that's how she says it, but it's something. Omega. Omega. I don't know. I just love all the characters like Wrecker. He's so funny. He's probably my favorite. Yeah. I just, I really like Tech and Echo and how they kind of like, you know, the other three are kind of like the force, like they're like, they do the dirty work, but then like Echo and Tech, like are like espionage style. Like they go in the back and they like get the information kind of thing. It's like Black Widow type shit. Like she gets in and she takes the information, you know? Like I like that. I'm like super spy type shit. Um, Um, No, no, it was so good. They have really good chemistry, which I love, which I'm, that's why I'm glad they made this show because that just like preview of them and that episode of Clone Wars was just like not enough. And they obviously saw that because everybody was fucking obsessed with them just because it's just like, literally they all play a part and they're all, they work so well together and they just, it's great. Like, again, I think I said this last episode, they just remind me of like the guardians of the galaxy. They're all just like each person plays a role. They're all fucking hilarious. And now like Hunter's relationship with Omega. I love that. I think that's so like cute. And it just shows that these clones are still people. Like I think everybody, you know, in the original star Wars movies, you would see a stormtrooper. You wouldn't give a fuck. Like, Oh, they're mm-hmm. strong. They're all bad. They're all horrible. You never really saw them without a mask on, you know, or their helmet. You just like assumed they were just bad guys. You never really knew until these new Star Wars movies like Force Awakens when we got to meet Finn that they're people, that they actually, you know, are thinking things. They're like thinking about their motives and their decisions they make. And a lot of them probably don't want to fucking be who they are. And it's like so twisted, you know? But yeah, um, they're probably dealing with a lot of existential problems, which I think that they explore a lot in Clone Wars, the, t- the animated series. I think that they do a really good job of exploring 
the yeah. clones and then this one obviously even more so but there's just like episodes where it's just like straight up dedicated to like the different clones and like the struggles that they go through and then in the second episode of the bad batch we meet um oh do you know his name cut and sue yeah and he went rogue like he just ditched out and yeah. started a family and was like fuck this life it was beautiful to see that. I, um, I, and then you, they kind of, at the end of episode one, they kind of like say that they're going to go see like, like an old friend or something. And everybody was freaking out like, oh my God, is it going to be Rex? Is it going to be Rex? And then you find no, out in but- episode, he was there. They saw Rex. Yeah, he was already there. So Rex was already there. It's so crazy. So they're going to see Rex. He's already been in the trailer for the show, which is like, oh my God, it's too much. I'm going to start crying. And there's so much is going on, like with all characters, there's no way they're not going to run into somebody else that we don't already know. And it's just like, oh, like what if they run into like Bo-Katan or some random, you know, Mandalorian people or just like any fucking, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. But I love that they mentioned Rex because everybody's dying to wait to see that scene. But um, another thing I love, like Omega, if you think about She's what, like very young. She's a kid. She's never gotten to see like a planet other than like Camino, right? So yeah. she finally gets to this planet that, you know, has land and trees and plants. And she gets to see how a family looks and how they operate. And it's like, it's almost like bittersweet and sad to just like watch her go through all of it because mm-hmm. I feel like she's just having like an existential crisis. Like, who the hell am I, you know? And I think they keep it a secret. They're keeping it a secret, obviously. Like she probably doesn't even realize. I think yeah, she knows. Yeah, I wonder if she knows. There's definitely, I to me, I'm just banking on that she's like force sensitive. There has to be some rant. I'm hoping. I hope she ends up being like force sensitive. Cool. What if she's just a woman and that's what makes her better than everyone? Her <laughs> um, <laughs> superpower um, could be that she's just she's a woman. A <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of like um, different characters that we've seen, like we saw... Saul, what's his name? Saul Guerrero. Yeah, we saw Saul Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. And his like in the beginning of the like Rebel Alliance and stuff like that, just the beginnings of it. And you're really walking through this time that shows you like the Empire is bad because sometimes you wonder like, is it bad? Like, was the Republic bad? Like, which one's the bad one? You don't you're not really sure. Like, what are these wars for? Literally. But now we're getting kind of more of an answer of like how bad the empire is. Like everybody needs these like chip cards. They're like following everybody. Just like now that we have the COVID vaccine, we have like the chips. So the government. (laughs) It's literally like living in like a post dystopian, like Trump era. Yeah. Not as intense yet. You know, it's insane to think about the um, because it's like with Democrats and Republicans. Who's, are they really bad? Who's, obviously Republicans are bad, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? There's just like so many, uh, I don't know. It's I feel like they're both bad. Yeah, they both suck. Yeah. Bernie's the only one. Bernie needs his own party. Bernie's so. the only, he does. He's a socialist. The burners and, oh yeah, he is. <laughs> but I want him to make his own. But um, yeah, that chain, that those codes, those the cards are crazy. And then like another thing, the chain codes where you have to like leave the planet that was in like the Mandalorian too. So that was a cool little uh, tidbit they threw in there. But um, yeah, I thought both of these episodes were really cool. I can't believe they've been this good already, like right off the bat. 
Um, I think episode two was a little slower as I was sobbing. Okay. I just, okay. It was a little bit slower. Like it wasn't like the first episode was insane. Insane, like nonstop craziness. The fact that they start with like the, the moment the fucking stormtroopers turn on like the Jedi, they're like, how could they do that to the Jedi? Like they've been working beside her the whole time and they're so confused and they're just trying to figure it out. And then in this episode, they figure it out. Like, that they all been implanted with like chips in their head. And then tech was like, yeah, why didn't you understand that? When I told you last episode, <laughs> it was really great. Right. Um, I don't know. Like I am really happy with it. I did like this episode because like we saw, like it was just like heart wrenching, you know, mm-hmm. because like it was, it did explore like Hunter and Omega's relationship more yeah. like how she goes outside of the, the the gate, the gate yeah. and she sees the dog which you told me about um the same dog that attacked padme right an attack of the clones in the arena scene mm-hmm. oh that was so cool that made me so happy in my heart i was just like <gasps> as soon as i heard it growl i was just like oh my god because they're kind of i don't know to me an attack of the clones i thought it was cute <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of fucked up that she was, like, shooting it, you know, because I was like, oh, my God, it's just, like, an animal. Like, I'm glad that he's alive and he, like, ran away or whatever. And I'm glad that Omega didn't die, but it's, like, it's just, like, an animal. (laughs) Like, it wants, like, a snack and this little girl is, like, encroaching on his property. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) They end up saving her, but then Hunter is, like, so mad at her. Like, how could you do this? Like, obviously, it comes from a good place, but, like... That's not the way you react to a child. No. And um, fuck, what's the clone's name again? The dad? Cut. Cut. Okay, so Cut, like, comes over and, like, he's like, everything's okay. Like, we're just happy that you're safe. And, like, picks her up and, like, takes her away and, like, handles her like an actual, like. Like a child. Like, Like she's never been treated before. Like, she's never been treated as a child before. She's always just been doing something, it seems like, for the people on Camino. Like, she's their healer is what they called her. It's like she's probably never been given, like, unconditional love just for being herself, just based off of what she can do for them, which is heartbreaking. It's so sad. Yeah, so that scene, like, made me cry because I was like, oh, my God, she's getting, like, unconditional love and, like, support from this person. Hunter like yelling at her I was like oh my god what a fucking asshole you know but he doesn't know what he's doing with like a kid and he realizes that and that's why he wants her to go with like cut in his family because he thinks that he's not capable of taking care of her even though he really wants to Mm -hmm. and I think it's cute that they're like having this father daughter kind of situation between them I like it I like the dynamic for sure I think they both need each other to grow so it's um it's cute. It's cute. I um I like that she ended up staying with them in the end. Um Yeah, so they do end up giving her like a chip card to go through on the ship so that they can leave. So she was yeah. going to leave with Cut's family um cuz they think that they would give her a better life and it's so funny that Cut and his wife were like, "Yeah, it's fine. We'll just have adopt another child. Let's not even It's, it's not even They're like, fucking hippies. They're so cool. Sue is so cool. His wife, she's so cool. They're I just yeah, they're just chill ass hippies. They're like, yeah, what's one more kid? Bring it along. We just met her. She could be fucking crazy or chipped or make it. <laughs> Empire could be after her, but we'll handle it. You know, we like okay. it. 
Yeah. Like, who knows what the fuck? They just met this girl. But they're, like, ready to take her on. And she sneaks off, I guess. She sneaks off the ship. And she's super clutch because she's the one that gets them the chip cards anyway. And dips out. She's like, no, I don't. I want to be with the clones or whatever. And it's funny because they didn't tell Wrecker. And he's like, wait, we forgot Omega. And then Hunter's like, she's not coming. And then then she's, like, right over there. And then, like, Hunter goes to save her and bring her on the ship. And she's like, this is my place. This is my family. And it's cute. That one got me too. Tugged me by the heartstrings for sure. I just love it because they're all at the end of the day, like they called her in this episode, like a defective clone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they all are right. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, he thinks, you know, she's such a child. She's not gonna make it. But like, she is one of them too, at the core of her being. I just... It's cute. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I can't wait to find out more about her and her backstory or like who she really is, because I feel like that's obviously going to play a big role and nobody's going to be ready for it. Um, That's going to be the mysterious pull of the show. Yeah. Finding out more about her. I'm just I'm I'm wondering, you know, now because Star Wars has so many things lined up, like what show is she going to be on after this? Like, is she going to be like in the Ahsoka show as a real person? Is she going to appear a real person? You mean an adult? You know, no, but like not like a cartoon, you know, yeah, but an adult, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, um, which oh. show hear it? Like, I feel like they obviously have a plan for this character, I think. Um, I don't know, I think it's gonna be cool. I'm excited to see where it goes. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting to see her as like a live action adult actor in the because yeah. uh, Caleb Doom is um, canon, canon from Rebels, so it's like he's already, you know, and I mean. They're saying Ezra is going to be in one of these shows coming up. So there's a high chance that he's going to be in it too. So I feel like they're just connecting all this shit. And uh, it'd be really cool to see like some more stuff when they're older. It is so connected and so calculated and so thought out. And Disney just owns my soul at this point. They, They really fucking do. I'm just so glad as a fan of Star Wars just to watch this time period because it was always kind of in limbo. You just assumed like, the emperor was running shit. Their Darth Vader's becoming stronger. Like you never really got to see the background of shit until Rogue One. And then I just feel like that opened the doors for like everything. And it's just cool to see what these people went through to how to adjust have, in order to adjust to this empire and just everything that changed for them overnight. Like there being no, ju- like it's fucking crazy. Um, it's so cool though. I just, it gets me so excited about what's to come and I just can't fucking wait. Ah. I know it's so exciting and the Bad Batch is probably one of the best shows I've seen in a while as well Clone Wars is so good though this Uh, is so good too I swear I'm gonna watch um Clone Wars season at least the last two seasons I'm gonna watch again I've been re-watching the Clone Wars for a while now because I'm already in season three and obviously those seasons are fucking long season two was like 21 episodes it's fucking ridiculous who even does that why <laughs> so long i was like oh my god i'm never gonna get because i wanted to like finish so i could go right into the bad batch or whatever but it's taken so long there's so much like mandalore mandalorian shit and hidden in those episodes um like they go to the planet mandalore and stuff i just really cool shit that you just wouldn't think of yeah and it's really cool how boba fett comes to kill mace windu in an episode because he saw mace windu kill his father in front of him which is connected to the movie that's in the scene right in attack of the clones when he kills Django. it's right after that dog 
Mm-hmm. That fucking, I was talking to my dad about that this week. He was said, we always say like this party's over. That's the quote that we always quote to each other uh-huh. day because we went and saw attack of the clones together. when I was like nine, the night it came out, he brought it up to me like literally three days ago. And I'm like, oh, it was so cute, but, um, good times. Boba Fett. You Boba fucking Fett. asshole. And getting his own show. I mean, Boba, I, I can't wait. Yeah. He's getting a show too. Fuck. There's so much. So much. How do you even keep up? I, I can't just, keep up. I'm already losing it. I how I just have to stay alive now. I know we talk about this all the time. <laughs> I was planning to retire, but now it's like I have to just be here. You know, it's like really funny that I said, like I was telling somebody, like one of my friends, I was like, well, you know what I really want to do? I was like, I want to call off work for like an entire week and just watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what i was like yeah i'm gonna need like a week <laughs> but i can't nobody gets it. anything else nobody gets it <laughs> it's like why don't you understand this i need more time a very simple concept yeah simple concept all right well i guess that's do we have anything else to say about the bad batch um no i think i think we got it all covered good episodes this week for sure i'm glad we got two mm-hmm. um Fuck yeah, you guys. Also, we are going to, we're almost at the end of this season. Our um, last episode will be premiering on Monday, May 17th. So we got about two more episodes left. Um, just wanted to let you guys know that we'll be posting about it more on our Instagram. Yeah, so this um, one and then next week's and then that's it, right? And that'll be it for season two. Then we'll take a couple week break there and then we'll get right back into it in June. Right when Loki's coming out. So. Hell Yeah. <laughs> So we're um, back with like the Bad Batch and Loki. Like it's gonna be movie. one hell of a ride. It will be. <laughs> maybe some cosplay too, you guys. Maybe we'll <gasps> do a, we'll do a Loki or some or maybe Bad Batch. Anything. We'll 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 let you guys know. We'll let you guys know. So follow us on Instagram relatable.pod to keep up with us during those weeks off. Yeah. Um. Join our lives. Watch our reels. <laughs> we made a TikTok at Relatable Pod. We're officially uh cool now that we have a TikTok, but um we're officially members of generation z <laughs> yeah that was our la- the last part of our application so we <laughs> sold our souls to uh them they have accepted our application they it was just pending the tiktok and now that we have the tiktok we're in yeah <laughs> <laughs> so thank you gen z for allowing us in around for gen z we're never going to be as cool as any of you guys on tiktok but we'll i literally try. am burning all of my skinny jeans so you're welcome i don't think i can ever do that it's because you're a rocker i am i wear my skinny jeans every day but all right you guys thank you so much for tuning in i'll see you next week yeah we love you see you next week bye <laughs>